welcome to Life of the Party, the Delphos Saga. I'm Nyx, your DM. We are Nyx Rising. Are you ready to go? Please. Yes. yes. You ready to go? Here we go. Oh, this again. Cute title sequence. <laughs> up with the students on the docks of the Erin Harbour once again, this time waving goodbye to the Red Seal ship as it carries the Lords of Vashima homeward. Having carried out their duties around the city, the three of them became suspicious of something darker going on amongst the Lords themselves and their travelling entourage, and they began to investigate, eventually uncovering not one, but two monstrous Oni disguising themselves as Lord Sato and show the honour guard of Lord Toju. These are the same creatures who attacked Maze and killed Daichi years ago in the Fushima woods. With one of the Oni escaped into Eren and the other dead, the trio confronted the Lords, who promised to make things right in Fushima. Adventurers, as their ship sails out of the harbour, the three of you have little time to dwell on the events of the past three days, needing desperately to catch a cart back across the city to Delphos Academy and report to Sebast ahead of your end of year exams. <laughs> so much going on, just... Life is relentless. <laughs> These guys need a screaming pillow. I do. <laughs> yeah. The three of you pay your two silver. Christ, okay, we're back to this. <laughs> <laughs> You're travelling with Lord's privileges are now revoked. Damn it. Damn it. Pay your two silver and you're on your way. It's around midday. As you travel, which is about, as you know, close to an hour, is there anything you'd like to do or discuss? So the Bugs? Yeah. Just been thinking about it a little bit. Okay. What about it? What was in it? Well, it's supposedly what the mask is kept. Mm -hmm. That mask wanted to stay on my face. I can't imagine Sho would take it off and she wasn't a genasi, she arrived as genasi. Yeah, she turned back into a person. So she was already an Oni at that point? Yeah. So what do you say? Something else was in the box? Yeah. Another one? Maybe more masks. Maybe something else entirely, I don't know. Uh, it, I'm just, it's just hypothetical, but... No, I know. I don't think that mask was in the box that we just put it in. I think something else was. It just gets better and better. I, I don't. I, I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I'm just throwing it out there. No, it's good to remember. It's just there's so much stuff that feels like it needs to be dealt with, but we're so helpless in being able to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stay on our toes. Yeah. And if Sato comes back, we'll be waiting. Oh yeah, he's not escaping a second time. No. No way. Yeah. We just deal with what we can deal with now. We take life as it comes at us. Hard and fast. Relentlessly. I just want a break. <laughs> you cross the city dwelling as much as you can or perhaps trying to put your mind off 
everything that's just happened and you roll up outside of your school. As you approach Delphos once more, you see a familiar figure descending the steps to the street. You recognize the handsome, slender form of Adrian, the arcane gladiator, with long brown hair streaked with gray and icy blue-green eyes. He's wearing, once again, breeches, a loose white shirt, this time with a sleeveless jacket over the top, fastened around the waist with a belt. Is the shirt open? A little bit. Ah. <laughs> his round glasses, and as soon as he spots you climbing down off your travelling cart, his expression just shines. Hey! He beelines towards you. Hey, Adrian. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doing our second task, so I hope we can catch a break for a bit. I'm sure. Pandora. Hi. Hi. Actually, just the person I've been looking for. We should go back to our rooms yeah, to unwind. I've got some stuff to drop off. I, I yeah, I have business. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. I, 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 um, send us a message when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> he looks slightly grateful as you two sort of scoot <laughs> off around the yeah. side. Whether you go to your rooms or just... We're peeking. Oh, no, I'm going to my room. I have business. Fine, I'm peeking. Oh, I give your shoulder a squeeze before I leave. <laughs> and then I go and peek. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I just didn't expect to see you. Sorry, I just, I've been really caught up with things at the arena and I know that you've been busy and... Yeah, like so busy. <sighs> Sorry I haven't like been in touch or anything, like there's been so much going on. That's okay, no rush. <sighs> I just wondered if you still want to get that drink. Just like blushing furiously. <laughs> Yeah, that would be nice. How did your second task go, by the way? I should have asked that first. Uh, hmm. It's a really long story. Like, maybe we can talk about it over drinks. That sounds like it didn't go it, that hmm. well. Yeah, like, we ended up not being graded on it, and someone died, and, like, <laughs> it was all a big deal, and, like, it might, like, be a big deal on, like, a national scale, but like, I'll, oh, I'll, <laughs> she's not good at this. <laughs> well, perhaps we can um, commiserate yeah. over drinks. It, get your mind off it. Yeah, just getting my mind off it would be like appreciated. Like a night off would be nice. Like, yeah, that would be really nice. Tomorrow, like, maybe. Yeah, tomorrow maybe would be good. I've, we've got some stuff to just wrap up from where we've just been. Sure, I'm sure you can use getting back to your room and, and relaxing. I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming by though. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. So I, I guess I'll see you tomorrow night. Pick you up at seven. Sure. I'll be watching the sundial. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll agree a place to meet. Yes. Like probably here. <laughs> Steps once again. Yeah. He gives you a little kiss on the cheek and then <laughs> leaves you to it. Oh, sort of turn and watching me. Blushing. <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> I was there. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> don't, look, don't even look at me. <laughs> Oh, hell. Hurry ahead. <laughs> you hurry ahead, and as you step inside, one of the first years is at the desk, like talking to the the lobby attendant, and 
there's like a huge bouquet of flowers on the lobby desk and the person behind the desk like points out where you are and the first year carries them over and like hands them to you uh hi uh what's this from a mr adrian wow <laughs> yeah i'm she says thank you. Thanks. <laughs> the student like darts off quickly. <laughs> what? It's like a huge colourful bouquet, all kinds of different exotic flowers. It smells really good. I've never had flowers before. Really? No. Not like from a guy. That's exciting. Yeah. He seems nice. Uh, he seems, he seems like a nice guy. You're blushing. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, never. You can tell when you blush because your freckles get brighter. Mm, don't, don't look at me! <laughs> like, because I'm like, my head I'm a I'm a I am a novel! <laughs> wish you were a novel. Yeah, I really do. I wish people wouldn't even look at me. Well, you shouldn't be so beautiful. Then. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go put this in my room! Okay, catch you later. Okay, the three of you know that you've got like the rest of the afternoon, obviously there's studying to do and stuff. Um, tomorrow you don't have any exams, but the day off you do. Um, but you do have to report to Sebastian at some point, the three of you, to talk about what just happened. Yeah. I guess we'll go back to rooms and drop things off and mm -hmm. freshen up a little bit. Yeah. Reconvene. Yeah, reconvene. And Maze, you wanted to do something? Yes, I, I just wanted to get back to my room. Mm-hmm. Ah. Let's just check in with Daichi. Okay. Because that was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. So what are you doing? I guess just sort of... I don't know how to talk a ghost inside me. Just kind of like... Hey. Daichi. And that was... Probably not how you wanted things to go, but... Not exactly. You hear it in your head. But... There's answers there. And... He's gonna come back. I know it. I know it too. Okay, him next time. I'm trying to piece it together. Sato was the monster. He was sending people to the woods. I think... I remember things a bit better now. And... It makes sense to me that if Toju knew about it, and... He had to send... someone Sato's way, might as well send people who don't agree with him. Coward. I was causing a bit of a, I guess, minor political stir before everything happened to me, so I would track. But yeah, I think he's a coward. You were doing the right thing. Thank you. Our country deserves better. It does. Not until he's dead. That's fair. 
That's very fair. We make a good team. We do. But... Just... Calm down a bit if you can. Like... I can do this. Calm down yourself, you get so angry. That's because... I can feel how angry you are. Looks like we've both got some personal growth to do. I think my time for growth is kind of past. <laughs> Very funny. Well, um, I should kind of get back to everything. But thank you. He didn't say anything else. But you feel a sense of calm, balance. Is there anything you two are doing back in your rooms? I realised I never wrote back to my sister, so I'll write her a, I'll write her a letter just saying just how happy I am for her, how I ran into Royce recently, like had a little bit, it was nice spending a bit of time with him, and that I am so excited for her engagement party and I will be bringing a few friends. Oh, sweet. I'm gonna look at the documents I stole from Kondu. <laughs> else going on. Icarus <laughs> just like, well, time to look at all the crime information I have. <laughs> okay. Somebody has insinuated that they know something about me. It's true. And I'm not happy with that. Instead, just get stitches. <clears throat> so you, I believe you took old fight schedules mm -hmm. and bills of sale that you found around the, mm -hmm. around the area. Um, you see on the bills of sale that it's like there's no names. It's been very cleverly disguised with like just initials, and like they don't want to leave a paper trail essentially to yeah. people buy these creatures. But um, they're selling rare creature parts, buying eggs, like creature spines, dragon throat glands, that sort of thing. Um, and they've been passed back and forth. Sometimes live animals, sometimes just parts. The fight schedule is more internal, less secretive and it, you flick back and it's like years of schedules they're not frequent, it's not like oh, like at the moor every night there's a show <coughs> sort of more like once a month um, and there are a bunch of you can't really tell of their names or what at first until you flick back far enough and you find the name Falassi okay who seems to be in the running from what you can tell from the schedule against a nightmare. This was about five years ago. I suppose the three of you are regrouping at some point to approach the past. Alright, we're turning this in? Yep. Okay. You head down to Sebast's office and as you do, as you go to knock, you overhear voices from inside. Do we recognise any of the voices? Make a perception check. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. 21. 10. 8. <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking um, about the lassie loop. <laughs> the lassie. <laughs> uh, Maze, you sort of like nudge these two out the, out the way and listen properly like you've probably been trained to do, listen at the right point of the door. Um, you overhear a voice that you immediately identify as Sebastian. Just, no, no, I assure you they're quite alright. And then another voice that you don't recognise clearly straight away, just 
As long as you're confident of it, Sebast. Yes, no reason to worry. Speaking of worrying, you're not one of their professors this year, are you? Why are you concerning yourself with them? Just doing my due diligence. Wouldn't want to see anyone else hurt. No, quite right, quite right. Well, much to be getting on with. And the conversation sort of falls quiet. There's footsteps towards the door. Mm -hmm. As you sort of retract to make it look like he was listening, the door opens and Professor Zeke steps out. Oh, hi, sorry. He gives the three of you sort of a half smile, a sidelong glance, and lets you step aside and then just passes without saying anything. From inside the office, Sebastian sort of leans out. Ah, you three, come on in. Hey. <clears throat> oh, nervous, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> sort of wringing his hands a bit as he sits back down behind the desk. Oh, I'm just being nervous. Oh, you're back. Everything okay? Everything's fine, fine. Yeah? Yeah. I've already had word this morning from your, um, from the Lords. Oh. So, I hear things didn't go entirely as planned. No. It was a bit more complicated than first thought. Oh, let's bring it lightly. <laughs> but we handled it. So I hear. Well, I've had a, a short rundown of the situation, and in lieu of things going significantly wrong and the great job that the three of you appear to have done to protect the Lords. They were offering 130 gold pieces per student for the contract, um, but they've increased the pay oh. to 500 each. What? Yes, that was very kind of them. Very generous. Uh, Lord Michio said that considering how wonderfully you did, everything that you did for them, it was only right. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of money. He's so nice. Yeah, he's the best. I believe this um, largely clears your debts and what's left over, as per usual, you can take for yourselves. So let me just get out my logbook and that pulls out a huge accounting <laughs> ledger, flicks it open and look through the pages and then looks down and looks down and then looks up at Icarus <laughs> avoiding eye contact <laughs> looks down at the page again Mr. Vallejo Hello I see that you have accrued a significant debt Yep Okay, well <clears throat> I, I can pay it off, I've got time your total before the money coming in from this recent contract is 1,705. What? Yep. When? What are you doing? Well, obviously during final exams we do leave spending up to student discretion. I just hope that you're aware that as this is your, likely your final year at Delphos, and this is the final month of the year, you will need to be paying that off by the end of the month. I thought that we could still take contracts after we finished. Not in your final year. By the if you, if you do graduate, then by the end of this month, it's, unfortunately, those contracts will not be on offer to you anymore because you will no longer be students here. What are you gonna do? 
It's fine. I'll figure it. Don't worry. You've, you've got a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, if that's clear, then let's just mark off what debt is now covered. <clears throat> so, Mr. Player, taking 500 off, that leaves your debt at 1,205. Yep. Maze, you had 470, so you'll receive 30 gold from this contract. Thank you. And he will, like, quite literally unlock a safe and, like, divvy out 30 gold to you. Wow, I have more than 10 gold. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Pandora, as you had kept your debt quite low, this will be going towards paying off your 222 gold worth of debt. And so I will be counting out 278 for you. What? <laughs> he turns around and he starts doing this. He's got, like, pouches of tens. <laughs> Um, it's like you're dying. I've never had this much money, like, ever! I, well, now you've got- Like, collectively, even! Now you've got this much money, you've been yeah. given flowers... You can treat yourself. Uh, what, a, what a day! What, what do you a day. want it all in gold pieces, or do you want some platinum? <laughs> I've never even seen a platinum! Uh, yeah, I guess. So, sorry, how much again? 278. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm not that important to them. <laughs> Just so I'm not, like, weighed down. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Times where, like, spins, he's got, like, a spinning ancient chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he counts out 20 pieces of platinum for you and 78 pieces of gold. Tora. Oh my god. You're going to be the one going... When you walk. <laughs> it's always the tieflings. <laughs> always the tieflings with all well, the money. Disadvantage on stealth. Yeah. <laughs> wow, thanks. Well. I'll have to write to Uncle Michio. We, we're all writing to Uncle Michio. Yeah. We're going to make a letter together. Yeah. And I'm going to put flowers in it. <laughs> Thank well, you very much, Sebastian. Thank you, since you've done a great service for the city. <laughs> You've earned it, so. Thank you. Um, I will come back and look at contracts at some point in the next day or two. Sounds good to me. And he lets you go. Yeah. So we've got to revise for the rest of the day? Yeah, I've got yeah. an exam early in the morning. Do we all have the same exam tomorrow morning? It's not tomorrow morning, it's the morning oh, after. The morning after, after sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yes, you all have your psychology of body language exam in the morning, yeah. in two nights time. Yeah, that's gonna come up quick. Yeah. Do we want to go to the library? Or would you prefer to revise on your own? I don't mind in the library. Yeah. Let's just do some revision and then we can have the evening to ourselves. Yeah. Okay. It'd be nice to unwind. You can head to the library and revise for the rest of the afternoon. It's a relatively <laughs> peaceful afternoon considering God. everything else yep. that has <laughs> happened. And you're able to stop and get dinner together either in the school canteen or pop out to a taverna. It's actually really nice just to be back in your uniforms <laughs> and back at school with nothing going on. 
chilly, man. Holy shit. What? That night, you head to bed. Sure do. Yeah, as one does. I hope so. You get to sleep. We're having a chill evening. <laughs> mm. Several hours into the night, you are dragged into a dream. <laughs> We're having a nice night! <laughs> it's a night off! You find yourselves once again alone in a dark tunnel. Easily recognisable now by the way the shadows seem to stretch into nothing, by the sound of dripping water overhead. Ahead of you, you suddenly see almost like a light, a thin line of red stretching out. You realise looking down is connected to the centre of your chest, leading further into the dark. You glance behind yourself and you realise at first you just feel a tremor, but then the ceiling of the tunnel is starting to collapse behind you. Run. Run. Big run. The red light is tugging at your chest as you start to run like a string, a puppet string, encouraging to, you to move faster. Can everybody make me an athletics check to escape from the collapsing tunnel? Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> 23. 11. Heck. 10. 10? Okay. Oh, no. Okay, first you're going to take four points of bludgeoning damage as some of the rocks from the ceiling just hit your back and your shoulders and then ah. collapsing down. Fab memories. <clears throat> you pelt out of the tunnel, huge chunks of stone collapse all around you. They litter the ground behind you until the tunnel is completely blocked when you look back over your shoulder. You run as fast as your bodies will carry you. The space shakes violently around you and suddenly you explode out of the tunnel into ruins of a temple under the night sky. You look up and you can see hundreds of stars. No moon. Looking around you, you see grey stone walls, partly collapsed, crawling with moss and vines. And as you move forwards, you realise you hear water and you look down. The ground is flooded. You're stepping through maybe three or four inches of water. Is this a place we recognise at all? You don't recognise it. Can we see each other yet, or are we...? Make a perception check. Natural 20. 30, uh, 20. 23. Natural 1. Okay. <laughs> it's gotta be one of those rolls. <laughs> you can't see each other, and without the moon out, it's pretty dark out here. You look around, and you two become aware of the sounds of other footsteps in the water. Can everybody roll me a d4? Okay. 4. 4. 1. Maze, you move forward slowly at the sound of the footsteps. Mm -hmm. Peer around the end of a stone wall and you see Icarus. Icarus. Hey! Hey. Yeah. Weird! Yeah. This so old Pandora and Damon are probably here. Probably. We should look for them? Yeah. I guess be quiet about it. Okay. 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 <laughs> quiet. Quiet. As you find each other, you note that the red light fades like it was perhaps leading you to each other. Pandora, you move onwards. Is there anything any of you would do? Squint. Look. Just L look, look for Pandora. sheep. 
good. Anything in particular? You're in like this sort of sprawling expanse of ruined stone walls and water. Gonna cast mage armor. Okay. <laughs> Dream mage armor. Dream mage armor. Dream mage armor. <laughs> um, I would say neither of you two have dark vision, so it's nope. really hard to perceive one another. Can you make it light like you have before? Let's find out if I remember how to do that on this day. <laughs> On this particular day. <laughs> on this day, I don't have that spell equipped. Cool. <laughs> nope. Yep. Say so you have your equipment with you though. Like the torture of my pack. Yeah, you can definitely do that. No wasting my oil. Pull a little torch out. For flame lights, it throws you into a warm light. You know, I think it's a thirty foot radius or something. Yes. She'll scooby-doo around here for some time. You see, as the light comes up, like, lots of bugs crawling away into cracks in the walls. Yeah, I hear bugs. You can see down where you're stood in the water that there's, like, an intricately tiled floor underneath all of this. Patterns? Patterns seem to be sort of waves and rolling towards a bigger pattern ahead of you. Follow to find the big pattern. Mm-hmm. We were told to interpret symbols, we've got to look for symbols. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pandora, you cast Mage Armor of yourself, you feel that familiar sensation, mm-hmm. realistically so, as it casts over yourself, and you keep moving. Make a... another perception check. 20. Okay. And roll me a d4. You hear more footsteps off to the side, you can't see what it is, but you do see through a gap in like a stone archway in the ruined walls, just the slither of something slide past, something large. Bad! No, 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 no. Bad, bad, bad. Um, with no idea if the others are here, mm-hmm. but considering spooky dream, yeah with red string. I'm going to cast a message and see if I can contact the others. Okay. Icarus, Mace, are you here? Roll a percentile. Ooh. 38. 38. Okay. You two don't hear it, but you do hear back in your head. Pandora? (gasps) Whose voice is that? Damon's. Where are you? I'm standing in a puddle. <laughs> I've missed him. <laughs> Man of the year. Oh god. Uh, wherever I am, there's a big snake here as well. Okay, just stay where you are. I'm going to see if I can find you, okay? Okay. Cool. It's quiet for a while, but then you hear the footsteps like getting louder, like the water splashing around essentially as Damon moves through it. So beauty and he's great. <laughs> and eventually you see what takes you a moment to recognise, but eventually recognise as like the two glowing red eyes in his lion helmet. Oh. <laughs> in the darkness, so you just see two glowing red dots getting closer for a moment. And then you realise that's Damon. And he comes out and he's like, oh, God. 
Hey, I need to go hug you. Okay, oh. I'll, I'll hug him back. Where are the others? I don't know. I haven't found them yet. Okay, okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll find them. Yeah. Hold my hand. I will. I'm just going to hold onto your hand and keep you close. Keep an eye out for whatever you saw. Yeah. Okay? Can you see in the dark? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's so nice to have someone else who can see in the dark. Can they not see in the dark? No. <laughs> wow. I gotta do everything around here. <laughs> Right. I mean, too. yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't apologize. You two. Yeah. You're searching for Pandora and Ooh. Damon. Trying to find the end of this. Yes. First. Okay. Make a perception check. Can you perceive? Probably not. Perception uh, 12. 24. 12, 24. Okay. That's like half of what you see. <laughs> uh, Icarus, you're a little distracted mm-hmm. as you're walking, like keeping an eye out for other stuff as well as trying to watch the pattern. You do see a slight shimmer, maybe like catching on scales. Uh-oh. May is looking down at the floor. You watch, watch this rolling wave pattern in the tiles turn into what looks like a horizon line and you see a low dipping sun. The green light. Oh, why? <laughs> you carry on further up and you see the shape of a hill and what looks like, like dozens and dozens of soldiers in like the same Irani style uniforms, like marching up it. Okay, I'll just be telling Icarus this quietly as we go. Okay. I don't want to alarm you, but there's a snake in the temple. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, the last time we did this, we had to fight a big snake monster anyway, so. No, but this big. Yeah, it was big last time, Icarus. Yeah. And this is big! I don't know what point you're trying to get across, but thanks for the heads up. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's try and find the others. Okay. Make a group survival check. Why, well? Ah, my gosh! Traffic to the devil. <laughs> Eight! Eight! And a one. Natural! <laughs> <laughs> What did Damon get? <laughs> Number three! Why can I never roll any good survival rolls? He rolled a nine. <laughs> wow! That's a twelve. We're great at this. Okay. You can very, very slightly hear other people moving around in the water, but too far away right now that you can't figure out where, which pathways might lead that direction. Make another perception check. <laughs> oh, great. Ten. Natural one. Twelve. 12. Okay. Dice are just like, stay back. Stay slow. Get, get me, don't get me. What did you get? 10. 10. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, natural sure. 5 from Damon, and he doesn't have a perception modifier. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he's a himbo, he's got no wisdom. Ah. <laughs> you keep going. You move through the temple. Icarus, you're sure you catch another glimpse of something slithering past a gap in the broken walls of the ruin. Snake. You move a little closer and peer out and you can see that you're up on a hill in this temple. Oh. Where you seem you thought you came out from an underground tunnel. You're now high up on a hill and you can see like a large bay spread underneath you and the other way like huge rolling field. Do we rec- do like recognise where this is? There's like semblance of 
Erin countryside, but it seems to be pieced together like it's not just one place. Right, okay. But we're pretty high up here. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. As you look out, you realise you can hear something moving down there, quite a long distance away. Staring down, you can see something moving like a blanket across the fields. People? Make another perception check. Advantage for saying that. Mm -hmm. What's my perception? 21. 21. You stare down there in the dark, you just, like, your eyes can't focus and make sense of it. And then as you're watching, it's like the area lightens up for you to be able to see this properly. Like it's been illuminated for you. And you can see the Irani legions marching across the field. That's an army. It's not just an army, that's, that's the your legions. army. Yeah. That's the, does it, does this look like the past? Like one of the old battles? No, this looks like their modern uniforms. Where are they going? I don't know, but this is not a piece of history. This is the future? Potentially, mm. a future. Mm. As you discuss, your conversation is disrupted by the blast of like a battle horn down on the battlefield. Something we've got to try and stop. Maybe. Is there any sign of anyone coming the opposite way? Not as far as you can see. It's like there's just this patch of illuminated for you to watch. Mm -hmm. We'll just continue watching it. Pandora, you and Damon keep moving deeper into the temple. All you catch is just like glimpses of this large, like serpentine body sliding past openings. I'll keep sporadically messaging at the others in hope to catch them. Okay, roll another percentile. 98! 98. 98. Okay. In quick succession, Pandora messages out twice and reaches both of you. What are you saying? Pandora. Where are you guys? Top of the hill. In a temple. Top of a hill? The, we're in a temple under, which has got water in it on top of a hill. Well, I'm in a temple as well, but how are you out on a hill? No, the temple is on top of a hill. Be careful, there's some kind of snake creature in here. Yeah, I know, I've seen it. Uh, really, to name they're uh, on a hill somewhere? Okay, hang on. He's gonna go to one of the windows. We're on a hill. Look <laughs> <laughs> out as well. <laughs> You look out and with your dark vision, the two of you can also see, like, the same image of, like, legions crossing a battlefield. I don't like this. No. Hmm. What the hell? Can we see the other two? Or are uh, they, like, in a different spot? In a different spot. Okay. Damon's just gonna touch the necklace hanging around his neck. <laughs> just, hey, tadpole. Send up a fucking magic flare or something. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Fine. You good? Yeah, don't worry about it. I believe these guys have heard about the necklace by now. Um, when you were doing the conduit thing. Potentially. Yes, but it's still like when yeah, your yeah. friends start talking to themselves out of nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah. are you good? Yeah, I'm just word of radiance myself, just light. <laughs> 
from where you and Damon are standing, Pandora, there's just a like a flare of arcane light. It's about like four or five blocks of rooms away through the ruin. Okay. Okay. Let's try forward. Yeah. Make a survival check at advantage. Come on. Yes. Cool. Twenty-one. Twenty-two from Damon. Nice. Oh, Easily able to navigate through the different. There's like reeds and brush around some of the doorways, but you can step through it. As you move, you do catch more glimpses of this serpentine creature. And as you get closer and there's a glow off Icarus's light, you can see that the scales are like striped blue and red down a huge snake-like body. Does that ring any bells as to anything we might know about? Maybe not can't, Uh, 22. You have read about different mythical creatures like this, but the one that sticks out most recently to you is a naga. But before long, the four of you like collide in this space where Abrams is just glowing. <laughs> okay, you turned off now. Hi. Good to see you. Hi. Hi. Yeah, you too. This is weird. There's an army out. Well, there's the Aaron. It, it's the, the army. Yeah. The yeah. I don't like that. No. Where are, they, where are they going? I don't know, but it was just saying to me is that that's the modern uniform. That's not. This isn't a snippet of history. No. So maybe something we need to stop. Maybe. Maybe. It's I haven't a- heard anything about any wars coming. No, but it's a future. But how far in the future? I don't like it. No. Also, that snake thing in there, it might be a naga. Oh, I don't like that. No. No? I hate it. I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. <laughs> it's like similar to what... We are not found in the, the labyrinth? The spirit. Okay. Yeah, the kind of, so similar. Well, look, there's obviously more to find here, otherwise we'd be waking up, so. Yeah, I guess. Yes. Well, I mean, we're not dead, so maybe that's why. It's a start. Great. I guess we could, we've got to explore. Yeah. We could just jump off the side of the hill. No. No. It's a dream. It's a dream. Yeah, but if you die in the dream and you wake up, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. we gotta find out stuff that's coming yeah, first. Like, what is this okay. <laughs> I, I didn't say that I look like, I would have jumped off the hill with you. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's go and um, explore this temple a bit, but try not to disturb a snake. Yeah. Oh my god, don't disturb the worm. Do not disturb the worm. Okay, make a group investigation roll. I'm sorry if Damon brings this all the <laughs> way down. Hey, we're not good at these. Oh, no. 18. 12. 17. With my big old modifier and everything. Nine. <laughs> Nine, 12, 18, 17. 17. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. Okay. You keep moving for a while and there's not much more of note in here. There's nothing you could you can't determine like if this was a temple, who it was a temple to. Perhaps it's just a structure created by the dream. Mm-hmm. But you do eventually find your way to what you imagine must be the central room. It's significantly bigger and in the centre there's a huge collapsed stone man that reminds you of the Colossus of Eren. 
you see the head is smashed off, sunk into the water, and at one end is a stone plinth. On top of the plinth, it looks like there's a book. Tentatively. Tentatively. Make our way through the chamber towards it. You make your way up to the plinth, you reach for the book, and you realise the book is also stone. Sort of carved to be open, laying on top of the plinth. Is there anything written on it? There's no writing, but on one page is engraved a sharp blade, and on the next a spool thread. Fates. Mm. Mori. Spooky Mori Heldry. Is there anything more on the floor, like there was with the other tiles? Nothing more on the floor. Okay. Are we like quite high up where we are on this plinth or Uh It's like, it is a flat area, yeah. just that the whole area is on top of a hill. So you can't see out of the windows here because you're in the centre of the No, I just mean like, you said this room was bigger, so is, can we like get a better scope of the room from where we are now? It's a, it's a flat room, but you can look all around it. Um, you can just see like, it looks like a temple chamber, like a main worship chamber, with this huge fallen statue, this icon of Eren in the middle of it. Does the statue look like it had been here previously before it fell? Like, is there places in the floor where its feet were once? Uh, you can see one of the feet still fixed to the floor, uh, where it's like snapped off at the ankle, mm. and the other one's fallen with it. Okay. It looks like this is where the statue was. Okay. Is there anything sort of defining about the statue? Apart from the fact that it looks like the Colossus of Erin, like okay. the ancient statue. Okay. I'm going to check out the head of the statue. Okay. It's in about 12 inches of water, just under the surface. Um, it looks perfectly normal apart from the damage it's taken from falling. Okay. Mm, this thing's huge. Seems oh. like an ill omen. It does kind of, doesn't it? Like Eren will fall. Yeah. No, I might watch it won't. <laughs> I believe that. So are we marching at sunrise? the waves across the ocean I don't know is there anything else on the floor here like no no more like iconography okay huh. then just turns around after a while and is like come on <laughs> give us something so much for stuff wow as you say that, the room rumbles slightly. And you see through gaps in the stone, like little window gaps in the stone, like this serpentine body slithering around the outside of the room. James, why? <laughs> That's more like it. Chance is my new sword doing a bit of a glow. It is. You look down and there's nothing on the scabbard itself, but yeah. as you unsheath it, all the jade rabbits set down the blade are glowing. And as you pull it out, this green light, you see them bouncing around you, like popping out like spirits and bouncing around oh, you. Oh, I'm cool. We're in danger. Okay. Yeah, but it's cute danger. <laughs> it's cute, but this means bad. Yeah. Well, let's get ready. Okay. Oh, the sword is out. <laughs> you notice that Dream Damon doesn't seem to have any of the injuries that actual Damon has. Mm, nice. And he seems quite pleased about oh. this. Oh. Okay. As the room shakes, 
you prepare yourselves, you see come bursting through one of the holes in the wall this human-like face attached to the head of this giant serpent with blue and red stripes all the way down its body. Yeah. I would like you to roll initiative. Oh boy, I get advantage on that now. Well, you do indeed. Thanks Uncle Mitchell. <laughs> no thanks Uncle Mitchell. <laughs> 25 to 20. 19 to 15. 15. 18. 18 for Icarus. 15 for Pandora. 14 for Damon. Maze. 10. Icarus, you're up first as this thing bursts out of a hole in the wall opposite you, across from the Colossus, probably about 45 feet away. Okay. Cool. I am going to summon my spiritual weapon. Nice. Uh, for a... 17 to hit. 17 hits. Nice! Wee! For 8 radiant damage. 8 radiant damage, okay. Yes, Icarus is just gonna summon over Lorikai Sword as he draws his own. And it's gonna shoot forward and slice up diagonally across the steeple. Nice! <laughs> it strikes, are you doing anything else? I will just move a little bit forward. Okay. So you have to move around, as you're moving, you have to move around the Colossus because okay. it's pretty huge. Okay. Okay, Pandora. Um, I will move to try and get within 30 feet of it. Okay. There. Yep. Um, can I make a constitution saving throw? It can give it a go. Be at 14. Uh, that's an 11. Cool. Nice. Uh, it's blind. It's <gasps> blind. Okay. Uh, let's stick a blinded ring on it. Yeah, rings. Ring if you ask it, then you should have put a ring on it. Yeah, sure. Four marking symbols in the air and then just pointed it right in the eyes. Nice. Mr. Alasse. As an action, Damon's going to move a little bit closer around the head, so he's like, yeah, just close enough. Can he get all of you within 30 feet? Yes. He's going to cast Aid. Hey, buddy! So your hit point maximum and current hit points are both going to increase by five for the next eight hours. We love him. Cool. I believe... Yeah, he can't take, he can't summon his spiritual weapon after that, so that'll be his turn for now. Maze. Um, if I bonus action dash, can I get all the way up to it? 45 feet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I can move 60 feet. And I have an advantage. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. I, you know what, even though I'd normally attack with Grandpa's sword first, I feel like Uncle Michio deserves the first strike on the screen. Come on, Michio. Come on, Michio. No. Oh, Michio, He's no. really doing me dirty. I just rolled a one and a two on my oh. dice. Um, so that's my turn. Okay. Oh, heck. Oh, heck. One of the little green spirit rabbits just caught you off guard. Ah, like, that's ah. too cute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Unable to see, and it can save them at the end of its turn? End of its turn, yeah. Okay. Unable to see, the the spirit Naga is going to rear back, say something in a guttural, abyssal language, and 
and it's going to cast just directly in front of it, Lightning Bolt. Ooh. Uh, so, Maze and David need to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity, you say? How exciting. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> no, still, 13. 13. Okay, you fail. Damon succeeds. I need some more dice. Oh. But I will still take half damage because of evasion. Right, 28 points of damage, half of 14. Hell yeah! So whilst you lose the temporary hit points, you can still be healed back up to... 65, okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay, that is going to be its turn. I believe that's everything it can do. About the top around, Icarus. Gonna summon my... Oh no, it needs to try and save. Sorry. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So the Spirit Nile will try and save. It was a... Uh, constitution saving throw. That's a natural one. Cool. Whee! It's still blind. It's still blind. Icarus. Excellent. Then I'm going to summon my Spirit Guardians. <laughs> so I'm doing a concentration spell. And then yep. I'm going to use my movement to get up to it. Cool. It's starting in there for the first turn. Yep. Time, so that's a. Where's 13? Yeah, it makes it. That's fine, it still takes half. So all my little Nereids appear again and just water spirits engulf it. So it takes uh, five damage. Five damage. Mm-hmm. And. My bonus action, Glorify Sword's going to take a slash at it again. Advantage. Oh, yep. yes! Nice. Um, that's 17 on the dice. Yep, that hits. Yep. <laughs> oh, tasty. For 10 slashing damage. 10 slashing damage, nice. <laughs> and where are you at? Um, she will run up so that it is in 15 feet. Yep. Can it make a dexterity saving throw? It can give it a go. Is this a disadvantage to blind? I guess, yeah. Is it a visual thing that you're doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's an 11. Cool. Um, she will clap her hands together, throw out a burning hands at third level. It's going to sculpt around those two and hit it with 5d6 of fire damage. Nice. Burn. Wow. 2, 5, 8, 12 fire damage. Nice. I love rolling two ones. Okay. Still 12 though. Yeah. Yeah. Burning hands. Burning hands. Now it's it's Damien Loss' turn. So... <laughs> He's going to move a bit closer so that next time he can actually hit it with a weapon. <laughs> and he's going to summon his spiritual weapon. Hey. A giant blood dripping battle axe come flying over your heads towards it. Um, it's incredibly sexy of him. That's a plus seven to hit. Added yeah! <laughs> it is incredibly sexy of him. Good. It is. Um, so that is six points of damage. Nice. nice. Damage. 
Okay, mate. I'm gonna skirt around its melee range just so that if it succeeds on its blindness, at least me and Icarus are flanking it. Okay, good shout. Um, yeah. And then I uh, will take my first attack with the muscle. Nice. That's an 18 on the dice. That hits. That makes you a sword. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a redemption arc <laughs> <laughs> after it betrayed me last turn. So that's what's looking at. Get back in there. Ooh. Um. 27 points of damage. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Um, and attack number two with Grandpapa's sword. Here's Ooh. a great. Oh, um, yes. But, you know, that's just a. Uh, no, it's a d8. What am I doing? Four. <laughs> <laughs> four. It's four still four. Damage. It's still four. Okay. <laughs> Can it make a wish save for me? Start of its turn. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a seven. it's the DM bullying spell. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen radiant damage from the marines are gonna nice. swarm it again. So You're gonna fight another cleric one day and it's just gonna get you. Yeah. You try. You get pummeled with spirit guardians. It's going to turn in the direction of where it heard someone coming to its left, towards the Chris. And it's going to cast Red Frost. Hello. Uh, that is a spell attack. Cool. That's a. Does a 24 hit? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's going to be 6 points of cold damage and your speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. I've got a resistance against cold. So that's 3 cold damage. Cool. <laughs> and then it's going to try and save against the Yeah, because I already took him. Oh, I see. Make sure I just give myself 2 hit points back. Nice. Do, 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 do. Saving. Oh, that's a natural 20. Ooh, ooh. So it's no longer blind. Ooh. Ah. Oh, beach. Hello. Oh, beach. As it's straight, and also you need to make a concentration save. I do need to make a concentration Four. No, it has to be ten if the damage is less than... Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you lose concentration. Your spirit guidance uh-huh. go down as you're struck with the ray of frost. You see the blindness lift off its eyes as, as you sort of frazzle with the ray of frost, and your spirit guidance just drop. Uh-oh. And it's staring at you like... Hello. <laughs> okay. Uh, Icarus, it's your turn. Yes, it is. Thank <laughs> you. I want to use a fourth level spell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can it make a con 13 save for me, please? It can certainly try. That's 13. Cool. So it's still going to take half. Mm-hmm. As I cast Thunder Wave from myself against it. 5d8 of damage. That will hit Pandora. Will it? Or will move a little bit that way? Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's 5d8 of damage. Mm-hmm. And I will use my uh, channel divinity to make it maximum damage. Nice. So that's 40. 40. So 20. Yeah. Okay, this eruption of thunderous energy leaves Icarus once again. It hits the walls and bits of rock crumble off them all over the place. And then I'll just send in my spiritual weapon after it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's still staring at you now, fuming. Oh, two drops, okay. Uh, do, 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 do. My spiritual weapon is plus five, so yes. seventeen. That hits. Four eight, slashing damage. Eight slashing damage. 
Okay, Pandora. She will throw a firebolt at it. Sixteen? Mm -hmm. Is that hit? Uh, Sixteen does hit, yes. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Eleven fire damage. Eleven fire damage, nice. And as her bonus action, she's gonna run in and stab it with her sea blade. Yeah, baby! Nice. At advantage. Ooh! Hell yeah. Give me my actions. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. That hits. Cool. So that is five points of fire damage. Yay! Nice. Okay. Mr. Damianos. Mr. Damianos. Come on, buddy. Come on, gang violence. He's gonna charge up to it. And he's going to bonus action try and hit it with his spiritual weapon. Still advantage. Yeah. So flanked. So, so flanked. flanked. <laughs> Nothing I've ever, ever been this flanked before. It's right up against a wall. That's definitely gonna hit. Nice. I think it's time to move me right now. And then he is going to try and swing his short sword towards it. Still advantage. Still hits. Okay. <laughs> Major up. I do one thing. No, I do two things. I slice and I dice. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Twenty-three points of damage. Twenty-three points of damage. Okay, it's looking very rough. Cool. And then I attack again. This is the dice. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Yeah. Four. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. Oh, it's just standing. <laughs> oh boy. It's looking incredibly rough, and you can see like a shimmer passing through it, like <laughs> ghostly shimmer. <laughs> Look through Icarus, like. Finish him! <laughs> <laughs> it's turn. It's just going to like turn its head and look at all of you and then blink out of existence and appear back down the other end. Oh no, no, no. Um, oh, rude! Of where? Just at the back. Just at the back. It's really the opposite side. Teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot within range. Well, oh. God. Okay. Sneaky. Icarus. How far away is it? 45 feet. Well, 50 feet now. <sighs> okay, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at third level. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, doo -doo -doo. Yes. 19 to hit. 19 hits. <laughs> yes! Good! So that's 66. All your d6. Get him, get him! Seventeen radiant damage. You have the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it blinks out of existence, reappears at the other end of the <laughs> room, and Icarus just turns towards it, raises his holy weapon towards it, and just shoots a holy ray of electricity to, out of the holy weapon. Nice. Hell yeah. Pierces through its the center of its chest, and electricity just 
goes through you all the see it's like it light up from the inside the electricity like jitters around inside its body and like small amount of smoke rising from it as it cooks from the inside oh, out uh, collapses to the ground unmoving <sighs> well then like, it was uh, what on all of us huh. what does that mean now like we've never beat a creature in one of these dreams before yeah that wasn't impossible let's go check it out yeah, go and inspect mm-hmm. it. You move down, you see its unmoving body, this ghastly human-like face attached to the head. Awful. Forked tongue hanging out from between its human lips. Lips. Long, red and blue, sort of like triangular stripes down the body. Looking at it closely, you can tell now it definitely is a spirit now, though. Mm. But there's nothing else to it. You said it was a spirit naga, right? Mm. Yeah. What was the What was the story with the labyrinth? The spirit naga was trying to ascend to Godhood? Some yeah, some kind mm-hmm. of higher power. And if the fates know that we know that. Maybe that's the implication? What the, the a big snake is trying to become a god? That someone that we know who is a snake. Is maybe trying to become a god. Who's the snake? You know, someone who's shifty and you know, snake in the grass, snake in the grass, that kind of expression. Do you not know metaphors, Damon? Elena told us to think of everything that happens in these dreams kind of metaphorically. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a stupid snake. <laughs> Damon's just gonna stab his sword into his head. Good God, this man picks and chooses his moments. <laughs> well, this is happening. Check out the book to see if anything's different. Yeah, uh, you go back to it. It's like right behind the body of the spirit now, and nothing's changed. Huh, okay. Uh, can I check out where it came from? Like, yeah, you go, way? you peer out through the hole, which looks like more of the ruins. There's more ruins through the way it busts through. Yeah, let's have a dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. This is stupid. How do we leave this dream? So we have to wait until the grand finale happens. You think there's more? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't think any of us want to be here. No. But hey, look, look at you up on your feet. Well, yeah, that feels kind of good. <laughs> okay, well, let's just keep exploring. Yeah, I guess. We'll just keep looting. Looting? Looking through panel doors. She's got a taste for it now. Yeah, I'm a criminal now. What do you want to do, Pandora? I'm steel. Yeah, we'll keep looking through the temple. You keep moving through the temple. You carry on this way for. You can't really tell time, it doesn't seem to move here in any sort of normal capacity, but it feels like ages. And it's still dark, like... It's still up, dark. Up inside. No sun rising. No change in the weather. No clouds drifting overhead. It seems pretty endless. Damon's just like... Oh. I just want to get out of here. Do you think if we as a unit choose to wake up, we might wake up? 
Yes, we can try. One, two, three. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. No, that's worth a shot. Slap me. I'll slap them. It hurts. Ah! You take one point of slapping damage. <laughs> Specifically slap damage. <laughs> Yes, it's a new damage type. I'm adding it to D and D. We got bonk. We got slap. Okay, no, that didn't work. You don't think we have to? Do we have to die, die to, to wake, wake up? up? Well, not happy with that. You guys didn't have to die last time. Nope. But you did. I mean, we were close to dying. No. 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 It's a dream. So. 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 Yeah, stop me. Takes out his sword. No! Chest. You watch it go split through his chest, blood start to dribble out of it, and then you wake up. God damn it! Asshole. You sit there in your beds. The very, very first early rays of the morning light outside your window. Icarus. Mm. As you sit there in silence, you feel the increasingly familiar sensation of receiving a sending spell into your head. You just get, hey Tadpole, sorry about that. Crazy dreams, right? We should do a, we should see about doing something about this. Hope you're good. Better if you didn't, you know kill yourself in front of us again. Yeah, we should look into it. Glad you're okay. You sat there for a while. You lay back down, try and doze. Just this image in your mind of that thing's ghastly face, of the legions crawling up the hills outside Erin, trying to make sense of any of it. The sun starts to creep up. Before you know it, it's bright outside the window. Time to get ready for a brand new day. As you start getting up, before you can do much else, you are all interrupted by the loud sound of a trumpet outside the school. Hello? Um, <laughs> Delphos is fucking relentless. <laughs> you move to the windows of your dormitories and peer out into the street. And you can see a small, feminine, finely clothed elven man, pale skin, golden hair, holding a trumpet in one hand and a scroll in the other. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the herald stands outside the front of the school and you can hear people moving in like the adjacent dormitories to where you are, people like going to their windows and just <clears throat> You see a hand motion as he casts Thermotogy on himself to make his voice loud. <laughs> Christ! To the three students of Delphos Academy, responsible for saving the life of gladiator Damianos Thalassi at the Moor Colosseum. Oh. <laughs> Pandora de Rossi. Oh! Icarus Paleo. Vera Hasegawa. You are requested at the offices of Lord Roman Pesek, at your earliest convenience. 
he plays another trumpet riff <laughs> and turns around and leaves. <laughs> you hear all of you slight laughter from the rooms adjacent to your own. Adora pulls the blanket back over her head. <laughs> And he just gets up and goes out. <laughs> Each of you roll a history check to see if you recognise the name Lord Peshek. <sighs> Can I have cheeky advantage? Because I know lots about them all. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah. Cheeky advantage. Cheeky advantage. 11. 16. Um, that's a 19. Okay. Pandora, you would know most of this. I'd say, I guess, May is not being from Erin. You don't really care about any of this stuff anyway. You care about some of it. Some of it. Um, you probably would have heard, because this is relevant to your interests, he famously speaks out against the Imperator. Ooh! Ooh. Uh, gaining some popularity for calling her a tired old figurehead. Um, who shouldn't have any power over people. Ooh! Hey. <laughs> you two would also know he is a wealthy landowner from a long-lived noble line. Um, he is a religious figure in Erin, attached to the central temple of Medlubiet, sort of renowned for being a bit of a bastion of light in the area. Uh, he's well known for his philanthropic work in the city and gives financial aid to like government projects that he deems fit. Huh. Oh. What does he want with us? Yeah, I'm just gonna get ready, go outside and wait for these two to eventually show up. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm gonna start offering small prayers to Pelor in the morning because, like I said before, a lot of this is just like, hmm. It's shaking Maze up a bit. Shaking Maze up a bit. Pelor seems like a bro. When you do that, you feel like a tingle of happiness from Daichi. Oh! Daichi is also Pelor's bro. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you congregate in the quad. Hmm. Everything is a lot right now. That was embarrassing. Yeah. Was embarrassing. Was that you booing? Yeah. <laughs> you do notice as you stood there, some students passing by, like looking at you, like whispering to each other as they go inside. I guess we should go see him and get it out of the way. Pandora's like trying to hide her face from all these people looking. I just want to be unknowable. Pandora, you're orange. No. <laughs> Thanks. I had no idea. I'm just saying, you stand out. It's like the only seedling in this school. Well, yeah, uh, don't need more reasons to stand out. I guess we should go see him, but maybe we should talk about last night first. Yeah, I kind of wish that Damon hadn't done that. Yeah. Like, more so for like the disproving something before proving it, if that makes sense. Sure. No, don't worry, I already told him off this morning. Yeah. We should, I guess, go to the library, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Look for some books. Just got in the back of my mind that we have an exam tomorrow. Just everything is so much right now. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Let's go try and figure some of this out. Okay, so what do we know? We saw the tile work that was waves leading up to a hilltop that had the sun rising over it. Uh -huh. And that's where there was images of soldiers. Yeah. And then we looked out of the windows and mm -hmm. saw those soldiers. And it was the legions. Did you see anything else on the floor? No. No. 
like is something coming from the ocean? Because I didn't see them facing off against anyone. No, me neither. Or are they going out to sea somewhere else? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. And that was the Colossus, but collapsed. Like Aaron has fallen, mm. or will fall. Ominous. And there was like no iconography to any like particular code or anything. It felt like the whole place was patched together. Like none of it was real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the big old like the great big snake thing. Yeah. We should we should talk about this more at the library. So yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be making our way to the yeah. library as we're yeah. saying. Okay. You reach the library. You enter into this sprawling chamber. Two floors, floor to ceiling, bookshelves, spiral staircases. And instead of the usual old sated lady working at the desk, you see one of your fellow students. You see him talking with yet another student. Uh, Pandora, you might just recognize Dominic Lead as a half elf, first year in Medeus. Uh, he's working behind the counter. He's tall, about 6'2, lanky build, white blonde hair that hangs down to about his shoulders, extremely pale, and like strangely misty white eyes. He features could be handsome if he didn't look quite so sickly with how pale he is considering most people in there in a pretty suntanned. Um, he looks fairly grouchy and he's talking to a a Virtus student that you would recognize, um, Adon Zanili, who's in second year. She's on the skinnier side but she's you know her to be pretty strong when you've seen her around in some of your physical classes. Um, very short though, five foot, white wavy hair down to her shoulders, grey eyes, very cute and sweet, but you know that she's, you know, a dab hand on the battlefield and mm -hmm. she fights with a battle axe, which oh. is almost as big as her. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, she's up free, uh, she's upbeat and friendly and extremely bubbly and she doesn't seem to be bothered by the fact that the boy behind the counter is particularly grouchy and doesn't look like he wants to talk to her. Um, <laughs> You overhear that she's looking for a book on interpreting symbols from the gods. Uh, she's sort of frantically like, well, I have a first year student that I'm trying to mentor and I'm trying to teach him something about this and I can't find the book. And you can see the other guy just like, oh, let me look through and see what I can find. Flicking open, sort of scanning through the library register for where certain sections are. Um, as you enter, they glance over towards you and you see her like light up as she sees you Icarus. So Hey and then did you hear the Herald? Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Yeah I think like all of Aaron heard that Herald. <laughs> that was exciting. What was that? I dunno. Pretty much put it across. We helped save one of the gladiators. So That's so cool. You you've always been the coolest person. What? Yeah. Isn't he just? Yeah, he is! Really cool. <laughs> like the coolest guy I know anyway. Thanks. Dominic, don't you think he's cool? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's super cool. And and you too. You're just you're also smart and top of your class. I'm Aidan. Hi, it's Pandora. Nice to meet you. Nice. Shake with your hands. While you've got the book open, we're actually looking for something similar in a similar vein, but symbols from dreams rather than the gods. So they might be in the same section? Yeah, maybe. 
Okay, I can look. Sneers a bit, head down in the book, like glancing up. Seems bothered to have to work. <laughs> Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Flicks <laughs> through for a while. Yeah, if you turn to the pages, like about 273. Yeah. Turn page 273. Ugh. Flicks through. <clears throat> it's over in section 8C. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Thanks. And mine? <laughs> 8C. Yeah, they'll be like close-ish together, I'd imagine. Yeah. We will go to eat C. He sort of stares at you until you leave. Seems particularly bothered by how peppy Adon is. Visibly like, oh. <laughs> when she walks away from the desk. You can also see behind it, he's got like a, um, a staff, essentially. A crow-footed top with a red gem in it. That's cool. Sick. You move away from the desk and Adon sort of trots beside you. And it's like, ah. he was nice. Definitely. So, so peppy. So you saved a gladiator? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just sort of had to. Couldn't really sit around and not do anything given the circumstances. So there were two chimera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we really be spreading this? It's not spread. How many people were watching at the time? It's hardly a secret. Okay. So there were two chimera. And so we entered the arena to help out because Damon was getting a little bit, you know, beaten up. Oh, Damon. Right. Mm-hmm. Big fan as well. Yeah, big fan. I really want to be a gladiator one day. Are you the one that fights with the battle axe? Yeah. Like, you know, like even you were like looking down, <laughs> all of you looking down at her. She's like, uh-huh. I bet you could one day then. You think? Yeah. And they do try out every now and then, right? Yep. Yeah, they're going to do some at the Solstice Festival after school year ends, and I really want to try it out. Seems like you know more than we do. Are you going to be there? Yeah, why not? Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure as long as you apply yourself and keep training, it's mm -hmm. worth a shot. Mm -hmm. I reckon you can do it. I'm seeing you fight. Thank you. She looks very, very pleased. Oh, you. Sort of skips ahead slightly until you reach Area 8C. You can scan along the shelves. What's in the books? What's in the books? Make an investigation check to find what you need. 18. 17. Okay. It doesn't take you long. You find three books between you. Pandora, you find the Dream Interpretation Dictionary. Scary on the numbers. Icarus, you find the Divinity Code, Guide to determine, Determining Divine Symbols. <laughs> Maze, you find Dream Language 101. God's sake! These are all real books. No! No! Dream Language 101. I thought the Divinity Code was you taking the piss out of the Divinity Code. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm literally not. <laughs> That's why I thought this one out. <laughs> the Divinity Code. Okay. Oh my God. Mm. Wow. Wow. 
cool. I'll have a flexy through. Yeah. yeah. You see, I don't table. like stacking up books and carrying them into another table as well. <coughs> you sit down. Rifle you through. Rifle through. It's been quite a while. You probably spend a half hour flicking through, looking for keywords, anything you can find. You find some interesting stuff in these dream guides. For example, a red thread is an indication of true love. A love that will last a lifetime. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh Icarus, I never knew you felt this way about me. Me neither. <laughs> what? What? Apparently we're all in love. Deeply so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you find that to dream of a monster represents an aspect of your personality that is terrible towards others or totally unfair. <gasps> Often a projection of a personal situation that is totally unsympathetic to your wishes. I don't think these are... This isn't really what we're going for, is it? You find. <laughs> oh, no. Against our will. <laughs> the monster starts talking. Oh, no. When a snake symbol appears in a dream, it indicates that something significant is happening in the unconscious. It can be either dangerous or healing. The snake symbolizes both negative and positive. Toxic thoughts, transformation, rebirth. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. That visiting a temple in a dream often means a dreamer is searching for heavenly guidance. A person may worship ideas and entities that are considered negative by the public. Any temple in a dream has something to do with searching for guidance from a higher force. <laughs> you give this half an hour and then you're just like, No. This is terrible. You good? This is so bad. We're... I think we're better off... Talking to Helena about this kind of stuff. Yeah. She said the conductor of this kind of thing happened again anyway. Yeah. I can't believe we're all in love. <laughs> I guess I have to break up with Sasu. Sorry, man. It sucks. <laughs> okay. She'll understand. Yeah. Just tell her you saw the red thread in the dream. Saw the red thread in the dream. I have three true loves. So what are we doing now? Do we go see this Pashek? Yeah. Somebody I mean, wants. Yeah, she's probably going to send this trumpet man after us. Oh, like, I don't yeah. want to get chased by a trumpet. No, let's I've had it. that dream. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Dreaming about a trumpet can be interpreted in diff different scenarios, but in general, when you see a trumpet in a dream, it foretells you of some kind of warning. <laughs> to see yourself blowing a trumpet is a sign of good news coming to your life. It foretells that you will meet a happy person. <laughs> what if someone else is blowing the trumpet? It's a warning. <laughs> it's a warning. It's a warning. Maze. Yes. Be warned. You'll go and see Pashek. You leave the school, you travel across the city to a higher end part where you find yourselves at the office of Lord Peshek. He's a wealthy landowner, as you know. It's not dissimilar from the offices that you saw at the Council Bulletarium, although the building is smaller, attached to the side of a somewhat familiar now looking larger villa, which you assume might be his home, with gardens beyond that. 
you were shown into the front by a member of staff and asked to wait for him in his lobby area, which is nicely, if not a little extravagantly decorated. There's various beautiful weaponry mounted to the wall and what looks to be a small shrine at one end with a double-bladed battle axe hanging over it, which looks a lot like Damon's spiritual weapon. Mm. You're left alone for a few minutes before anyone joins you. Is there anything you're doing? Making sure there's no sign of the trumpeter. <laughs> <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> yeah. Twelve? Twelve. You duck around, peering down the hallways. You catch the back of a blonde head, could be him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the trumpet. She's gone. Can we investigate the battle axe a little closer? Okay. Uh, you get up close, you see it's a beautifully made battle axe. It is a, a sharp one, a proper one made for battle. Um, evidence of use? No evidence of use. Uh, do you still have necklace charges for the day? Uh, yeah. Do you want to maybe tell David to me that Helena's in? A little while? Yeah, how long do you think? I don't know how long this is going to take, but... Or maybe afterwards? Yeah, I can, do it. I can do it afterwards. Yeah. We can say we're on our way there. Yeah. And it just... I don't know. Feels like you should be there too. Yeah. yeah. I'm mad at him anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Up close as well, Icarus, you can look down at the shrine and sort of fairly easily determine the shrine is to Mantovia. Because you mentioned that we would know that he was a sort of high figure. Yes, other yeah, than that, would From which you would probably know that the battle axe is a symbol of Maglubia. Ah, uh, okay. Don't think there are any religions worship Maglubia? Yeah, they do. Hmm. Lots of things lots of dots being connected today. After a few minutes, as you're still stood up, sort of looking around Icarus, you two are sat down on a bench waiting. Lord Peshak himself enters. He is a striking man in his late thirties. He stands at around six foot tall, leanly muscled, with hazel eyes flecked with blue, dark hair shaved at the sides and long and slicked back on top. He wears a long, noble pallor, dark blue, adorned with a badge of medalubia. He greets you with a smile that makes you feel immediately at ease. You must be the three brave warriors who saved my gladiator. Your gladiator? Yes. yes. Hi. Damianus' patron. Oh, Lord Pashek, but you can call me Roman. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you, I'm Icarus Paleo. Miss. Pandora de Rossi. My pleasure. Come, please, walk with me. Okay. <laughs> it's just because we know he looks like Lee Pace, that's why. <laughs> yeah, you're having a moment. Yeah, I'm having a moment. Icarus is also having a moment. Mm. Fair. He sort of turns and beckons you after him, uh, leads you down a hall. You see on like a junction in the hall off to the left that there's a couple of dark wooden doors down there, but he leads you straight out into the gardens. It's a beautiful sunny day as it normally is in winter in Erin. <laughs> you can see a number of gardeners who keep to themselves busy with their work as you walk around, but they all look to be pretty content as they're working. There's nobody who looks bored or lazy. 
So, I have heard Damon's account of what happened, but I'd love to hear it from yourselves. We were just invited to watch, and I'm sure Damon's told you that the construct came out as planned. As planned, yeah. And then two more that weren't constructs arrived. Unplanned. Unplanned. Appeared in the tunnels. And it seemed wrong to not do anything about it, so... That's very noble of you. Well, you can also thank, um, Adrian. Yeah. One of the arcane gladiators. He got us in there. We wouldn't have been able to do anything without him. Okay. Aside from your heroic actions, I, I have to ask because I'm curious and worried. Is there anything else you know about what happened? Do I trust this man? Yeah. Do I trust this man? Make an insight check. Seventeen. It's a nineteen on the dice, so twenty-four. Um, you don't know him well enough to know any ticks that he may have or anything, but he looks welcoming, his question seems honest, and there's like a genuine concern in his eyes when he asks and says that he's worried about what's going on. I've heard that you are a very generous person. Yes. And as somebody that is Damon's patron, it is kind of confusing to me that he lives in such squalor. What do you know about Damianos? He made some enemies. That he certainly did. He has a kid. Yeah. He did some fighting underground. About five years ago. Sideways gloves? Yeah. Damon grew up in something of an unsavory environment and he joined the army when he was 14 as a water boy. He trained until he was something of an elite soldier. Looked like he was going to have a really good career ahead of him, maybe even climb the ranks, become a general. But there was always something about him that he couldn't get on with authority and unfortunately he had disagreement after disagreement until one day you have to ask him the details of it if you wanted but he had a falling out with one of his commanders not only dishonorably discharged but wow. punished pretty severely for what he said oh. must have been pretty bad it was on top of that, he had a gambling problem in the past, got himself mixed up with some criminal organization in Erin, and tried to pay off his debts, ended up making more debts for himself, which I ended up paying off for him. What do you know about the mall, the history of it? What, what do I know about the history of them all? Uh, history check, history check at advantage. 20. That's a nat 20, so 25. Okay. You would both know everything that I'm about to tell you, apart from like a thing or two that I'll point out. Roman will explain it anyway for Pandora's sake, who's just looking at the last. 
the more used to be used as an alternate punishment, basically, instead of exile for prisoners and people that the city deemed necessary to punish. And the life expectancy of gladiators used to be significantly shorter, mm-hmm. like maybe a few years at most. And then Damianos entered the arena and he became a champion so fast that when he was thrown into the arena, he just transformed the way that the mall operated. He organized the prisoners there like they were a military force. And suddenly the gladiators were winning far more fights than they were losing. And that's how he caught my attention and I decided to become his patron. And from there together we sort of built up this persona that he has and over a couple of years the Maw transformed into what it is now. This was um, years and years ago. Fights are less bloody, more of it staged, Colosseum became a family entertainment place and gladiators became the celebrated individuals that they are now. But Damon has always continued to struggle looking after himself. And so he dumps a lot of money on his kid. He lost a lot of money gambling. He owes me a fair amount of money now. What I'm worried about is those people that he owed money to in the past are the exact people who tried to kill him. So you said that you said that all of his debts from that side of things were paid off, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I I paid them off as far as I knew about them. But so why would they still be after him? New debts? Well, they just hold a grudge. Maybe. Maybe. Do you know about how he when he used to fight with these less savory people? I don't know that much about it. Okay. I know that he would fight with beasts and not people. That's what got me thinking, because obviously chimeras aren't exactly the easiest creatures to get your hands on. No. And they obviously wanted spectacle out of it. They wanted to do it in public, make a fool of him, of me. But they didn't succeed. They did not, thanks to you three. You know, the three of you saving Damon has likely saved them all. Really? Accidents happen from time to time, but there hasn't been a gladiator death in three years. Oh. I imagine seeing the Colosseum's king (laughs) killed in the arena fighting would have changed everything about the Colosseum for the worse. You've done a much bigger thing for the city than you could possibly have imagined. We're just trying to help a friend of ours. Well, I can't thank you enough, and... I want to repay you in some way that will be significant for quite some time. Wow, thank you. This one. He beckons you around the end of the garden to a, like, a different room. Opens up the wooden door and it's a library, a small one, personal one. There's like metal grates across some of the bookshelves. You imagine containing like important or expensive artifact books. And in the centre is a stone plinth. On the top of it is an old antiquated book. It's bound together with twine around brittle looking pages and like separated leather covers. He gestures towards it. Damianos told me about your dreams. Oh. Okay. He mentioned 
something about the fates, about needing to interpret information. Yeah. And so, I'm sorry for how long it's taken me to reach out to the three of you. It's been a while. But it took some time for me to locate what I was looking for. And gestures towards the book. What is it? You approach it closer. There's a different language you don't recognize written on the cover. Maybe roll history or kana to see if you can tell what kind of language it is. Correct, 25. Nine, uh, 19. 11. Okay. You two would be able to recognize the celestial language. Oh. <clears throat> wow. Oh. What is it? This is celestial. Yeah. Oh, really? It's quite delicate, but um, he puts a glove on to open the pages. And in on the inside, you recognize sketches of three women with thread and a blade. I can't read it. I don't know what it says, but I have it on good authority that the book pertains to the demi-plane of fate. The language is of the celestial realm. I pulled some strings to get my hands on it. Uh, strings. <laughs> it's yours to use however you need to. I just ask that you don't damage it. No, of course not. And to be honest, it belongs in a museum. Yeah, no, this is... Incredibly amazing. generous. We... we had a dream last night with Damon again. So, this is gonna be... hopefully incredibly helpful. Yeah, it's come at the perfect time. Mm, perhaps a faded time. Well... Whatever you need to protect my gladiator. I don't want anything happening to Damianos. Of course not. Neither do we. No. Here. And he will wrap it up in like a silk cloth, essentially. Lift it off the plinth and pass it to you. Pandora, carry the book. As he turns it, like, to wrap it into the cloth, you can see that on the back cover is like a swirling arcane rune. It's like swirling with gold and white. Do I recognize it? You don't recognize it. I will come hold on to it. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, surreptitiously, well, I think no one's looking, I will try and sniff it. <laughs> Get that good old book smell. Just like a hand check, Pandora. <laughs> I rolled on that one, so I'm too busy looking at Lee Pace. 11? 15. Fuck. <laughs> you see, for sure, it looks like perhaps Lord Peshek has noticed as well. <laughs> Icarus is staring at Lord Peshek. Politely not going to say anything about book huffing or the, the man whole, oogling. The she whole, said, no, I don't care. <laughs> the whole old library itself kind of has that musty book smell. <laughs> 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 if they could just bottle that scent, it would just... <laughs> I hope it helps you. I'm sure it will. Thank you so much. This is so generous. If you need anything else, you know where to find me. If it pertains to Damon, it matters to me, so. Are you expecting this back at any point? <laughs> Not in any particular hurry, maybe at some point. Okay. We'll take good care of it. I thank you so much. Yeah. Not a problem. Very kind of you, Roman. Yeah, we should probably go and see Elena then. Yeah. Sh show her the book. Yeah. 
I will let you go. Thank you. Can I make just one request? That if you ever want to see us again, please don't send a trumpet. Oh, please, please send the trumpet. Please don't. <laughs> he looks pretty amused with himself, like he knew that was going to be annoying. <laughs> what a prankster. <laughs> please. Maybe. <laughs> please don't no, send No, no, definitely. Please, please, please don't send more. <laughs> We're going to get five trumpets next time. No! <laughs> it's okay, I'll dream of them first. <laughs> a warning. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. In fact, as you head out, he's like, which way are you going? I'm heading to the temple anyway. Um, we will give Helena's general address. And he welcomes you to take his carriage with him oh some of the way. Amazing, thank you. No more silver spent on the axes. Yeah. Let, let me just let David know then. <laughs> ring, ring. Sending spell. Mm-hmm. We're heading to Helena's to try and interpret last night, if you would like to meet us there. Sure thing, Temple. See you shortly. <laughs> okay, he's, he's, he's on his way. Cool. Okay. Hello. Farm <laughs> <laughs> is just inside checking you. Oh. Oh. Fair. Don't know what for, but fair. <laughs> you climb up into his carriage. It's nice not having to pay two silver. It's real yeah. nice. It's nice getting the luxury carriage back again. You, you could get used to this. Mm -hmm. But before too long, you are deposited outside of like the closest spot he can get to Helena's without a big diversion. Mm -hmm. And his carriage continues on to the Temple of Oblivion. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Good to meet you. I'm sure I'll see you again. Probably. Maybe without the trumpets next time, please. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll the little curtain across. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how many trumpets I have access to! <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Lord of the trumpets. Oh. Helena's place is central in the city, in one of the nicer residential districts. An Irani-style townhouse, the two-story building is terraced amongst other similar buildings. But on her door, exclusively, a number of constellations are engraved into the wood by hand. Queen. You knock, and she opens the door. This now familiar dark-skinned woman. She's wearing a golden pallor this time, and she's dripping in constellation-themed jewellery. Mm. Earrings, her necklace, her dreaded hair is all tied up into a bun. Kiss. She's like, come inside, please. Hi. It's nice to see you again. And you? I hope we're not interrupting anything. Not at all. The inside is simple, well kept. Pots of rolled up scrolls and neatly piled texts all around. There is a ladder in one corner and a pot of paint on the floor beside it. And you glance up and you notice that the ceiling is painted, although not completed, with a visage of a perfectly replicated night sky. Stars in all the right places. Aesthetic. Please, come in and sit down. Let me get you some tea. Thank you. Thank you. Damianos! Oh, is he already? And she leads you through, and you see Damian already just lounging back on her couch with a cup of tea. <laughs> she looks really small with his big hands. <laughs> he looks quite a lot better than he did the last time you saw him in real life. Although, not completely healed yet. Mm -hmm. Hey! 
Good to see you in the flesh. Yeah. Not in creepy temples. Yeah. We'll go give him a gentle hug. Yeah. He hugs you back. Oh. I run you now with a sword through your throat. Mm-hmm. Through my chest, thank you. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Shh, it's okay. It's fine. There's nothing. I woke us up, didn't it? Yeah, maybe we should try something else first. We were wandering around for ages. I mean, lack of patience isn't a good reason to do what you did. It was a dream. We still have to deal with the image of you stabbing yourself in yeah. front of us. Yes, well, next time I'll tell you to close your eyes. You're infuriating. I think you filled Helena in on some stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I, I've i been talking about what I remember from the dream. Helena's just gone off to like tinker in the kitchen, make some more tea. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. we met with Roman. Lord Paycheck? Lord Paycheck. 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 <laughs> Lord. Paycheck, that's what I'm saying. No, no, his, Lord, his name is Lord Paycheck. Does, does he know he's doing this? Right. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> he's very aware that he's saying the name wrong. You have no idea that he knows he's saying it wrong. It's paycheck. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not. Lord paycheck. No, Lord paycheck. That's what I'm saying. Lord no, paycheck. it's not, Damon. Yeah. Lord paycheck. It's Lord paycheck. Lord paycheck. paycheck. Guys, and he gives me money. Yeah, I know, but that's Roman. Yeah. Roman Paycheck. Yeah, Roman Paycheck. Oh my god. Yeah, that's where he introduced himself to us. No, it wasn't! She's in Pulling your leg, Pandora. Like, if you're sat next to her, she gets hotter. Like, oh, no, I want to swap seats. I want to swap seats. Wait. It's like she gets angry and her skin just gets hot. No, I want to swap seats. I hate this. I don't want to be near the hot one. <laughs> no! No, we're going back into her. Ah, paycheck! Say it! Paycheck. <laughs> She's burning me. <laughs> what if paycheck won anyway? <laughs> oh, he gave us a really, really useful book and was just very grateful for everything. Uh, we wanted to see if Helena knew what it was. Or if she could read it. Oh. If I could read what? Very, like, uh, reverently get this book out and unwrap the wrappings on it. It seems to be in Celestial. But as soon as she sees it, she's like... <gasps> Can you read it? Oh, my lords. Um, that... That's definitely the language of the celestial realm. Um, I do have a book somewhere here that can translate. And she just goes off into another room and starts searching through things. Like having put the tea down on the table and not even handed it out yet. Just like tea. Will <laughs> <laughs> help solve to tea while she's out. Mm-hmm. Pretty funky looking book. It's old. Yeah. Well, he likes old stuff. Like you. I'm not that old. <laughs> Wow, he's older than me. <laughs> Kill you, I'll get you. <laughs> you can't catch me. You wanna bet? He's pretty You wanna go? Very slippery. He's very slippery. <laughs> we can go. Maybe not right here in this house, but. Before long, Helena returns 
with a like a small book of languages and sort of sits herself down like flops down onto the floor her pallor like spreading out around her mm. <sighs> okay she has like a long thin essentially like a long wooden chopstick that she used to like turn the pages oh. so she doesn't touch it i respect that so much <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take me a while but just just talk just tell me things about your dreams and i will read okay sure um so the last one we had last night Felt like we were in a patchwork version of Aaron? Yeah. We started in tunnels, separated. And then the ceiling collapsed. Ceiling collapsed, pulled us, together yeah. by... True the, love. The, the, <laughs> the threads of fate. She looks up when you say true love like, eyebrow cocked. <laughs> straight back down and carries on reading. I'm kidding, I'm, ple- I'm pleasing, I'm pleasing, I'm kidding. Took yeah. us a while to find each other, but we were all connected by strings that were sort of attached in our chests. There was a... Like mosaic tiles of waves leading to a hill. Okay, waves. She's writing the yeah. down on a separate piece of parchment. With, with the sun rising or setting. Could be either. And okay. um, an army marching. And then when we all looked out the window, there was the legions marching. The Iranian legions? The Iranian legions. And a battle horn. Okay. okay, okay. And they're wearing their uniform from now. So, the book, the title page, it reads The Book of Moiré. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It appears to be written by someone who declares themselves as a human vessel for the fates. Wow. An oracle, they call themselves. And it confirms that the three fates are, in fact, lesser deities. She looks so excited, like, oh. it's like her life's work culminating in this. Oh. Flop down on the floor as well, cross-legged. She scoots a little closer and points out to you, like, what she's translating. And they can only deliver messages to the mortal realm themselves in the form of images and dreams. But through an oracle, a, a vessel, mm-hmm. it can be visions or spoken word. Wow. And that's the person who wrote this book. But. I, I assume in a celestial language to keep the knowledge secret for only the the worthy. Mm-hmm. We're so lucky to have our hands on this thing. This is incredible. It says that the Moire encourage individuals on on the right path to prevent disastrous events from occurring. That no destiny is set in stone. The path is always changeable. Should the individuals want to follow the signs? Mm-hmm. We just need to figure out what these signs are to prevent yeah. some kind of war? Maybe. Well, we saw the Colossus of Eren oh, yeah. fallen in pieces. That happened years ago. But is it maybe symbolic of Eren itself? People at the time thought that when the Colossus fell, that would be the fall of Eren. That's got to be something. She scribbled that down. So what? The- they reckon that Eren may fall now? Or that Eren may fall if this path isn't changed. This war isn't stopped forever, if, it, if, if that's what it is. There was a book on a plinth, um, like a stone book, and on one page there was a knife, and the other there was a spool of thread. That I feel like that was this book, maybe. Maybe? 
that is the, the knife and the thread of the Moiré. Okay, so some of the symbols in your dreams might be interpreted literally. That's something else. Mm-hmm. She starts <laughs> scribbling that down as well. Let's go through everything. Okay. Um, and then of course there was the huge snake. The Naga. The spirit Naga. The spirit Naga. Which... We were... The only time we've heard of Mothos before was the one that we were told about in the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. I tried to ascend to Godhood. So or maybe somebody like trying to ascend to Godhood? Potentially. And if you think back to the first dream we had, the like the father of all monsters yeah. was just a person in the end. A yes. monstrous person. You told me before the Typhon. So if that was a uh, a overwhelmingly threatening monster that turned into a person in a robe, you said, then perhaps it does literally represent a person or maybe a group of people maybe. whose intentions are the threat. And the floor was tiled with hydras, which, like you said, kind of one hand and one more mm. back. Yeah. So it could just be an organization. Maybe. That's something. You cut off one head and that's not taking out the whole threat. And in, in that first dream, Damon seemed to know the individual before we arrived. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people. I'm sure. A lot of people. How about the people that you're in trouble with? Well, yeah, I know them. Could it be them? Kamo and his lot? Kondu. Kondu. His group. Starting a war? I... I can't... It doesn't seem likely. But, I don't know. I mean, it could be something to do with him, the chimeras that attacked you. Yeah, that could be a warning. I don't know what they'd be warning me about. I don't think it was supposed to be a warning for you. When we were watching from the stands before we managed to get in there to you, we saw your red string break. And then we changed fate. And we stopped that from happening. I don't think you were supposed to survive. So you changed the path. And we can keep changing it. So I was supposed to die there. Yeah. But Diane's dream still wakes me up, so maybe I might be dying again. Who knows? Okay, what else? What else? The water, the temple was in, flooded with water. A flood often represents like an overwhelming force to come. Like the water level rising, running out of time. But we don't know which of these symbols to interpret literally. No. Mm-hmm. Just like Damon's death in the first dream doesn't necessarily mean that was pertaining to him dying. Death is often viewed as not literal. Is like it rebirth? Or the destruction of someone's life, but not their physical death. We were able to defeat the creature in this previous dream. We weren't able to do that in the first one. Then maybe this is something that you are going to be able to defeat, or maybe it's something that you shouldn't. I don't know. 
It's horrible. I haven't seen the dreams. No, of course. And it's just all so vague. Like, it's all could mean this, could mean that. You go on like this for like another half hour. Anything you can remember. All the things that you've written down, interpreting notes. She tells you that the way the tunnels seem to stretch on into absolute darkness, there's a chance that following this road might lead you to a significant and unforeseen change in your life. The wide river emanating green light could represent the river of the dead, toying with the balance between life and death. Could mean there's a lot weighing on your actions in the days to come. The one thing she is certain of is that whatever happens, it seems like whatever this coming storm is, it's much closer now than it was based on the fact you've had this new dream, based on the fact there's more symbols in it that you recognise. And the fact that you felt, you saw the red threads tugging on you. It's like the fates are trying to coerce you into action, but you don't know what over yet. No. Fate sure is wily. Is there anything we can, I don't know, do about it? Like, I guess if we don't know what we're waiting for, we can't prepare ourselves. Is there any way to, like, God, this sounds so crazy. I to contact the Moray directly and just... Maybe there's something more in this book if you leave it with me to read. Oh, we can do that. Okay, let's try and focus on just one thing. The Naga. You... That's the one thing you just recognized immediately, right? Everything else you're like, I don't know where that was. I don't know what that was. Mm. So anything else you can tell me about it? Red and blue stripes? Human face. Like, slithered behind the walls a lot until Damon called it forward. Yeah, it didn't attack us until we were all together. It could have attacked us separately. Mm -hmm. And it just circled until Damon shouted for something to happen. A sign that you have to make something happen? We've got to tempt fate. I don't like the sound of that. And you said you, you heard of this through a real one? In a labyrinth? There's the labyrinth that our first exam was done in. There was a story of a spirit naga that was using it to gain some sort of power, some kind of ascension. It just seems like a weird coincidence that the two things would come up. Hmm. What was... Lexus is dad that found the... Captain Leonardo. Yeah, he has like a medal for it, doesn't he? And he keeps coming up in our lives. Mm. <sighs> like, are you in any trouble with him, Damon? No. You tempted fate. You mentioned him to Kandu. I guess. A little bit. I've got a reaction. Yeah. Then that seems like it could be something. It's the first thing you have, right? Yeah. You have the connection to Damianos through this Kondu person. Damon's like. <clears throat> you have the connection to the spirit Naga. This is something you need to find out more about. Find out what 
what fate you can tempt. Pretty good at doing that. <sighs> Whatever it's gonna be, just prepare yourself. I don't want anything bad happening to the three of you. The four of you, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for all the help that you have given so far. We wouldn't have gotten anywhere without you. Just doing what I can, and I mean, you're helping me out significantly. Mm -hmm. I just learned more about the fates in the last 10 minutes, reading through the front page of this, than I have done in years of research. Who knows what else we can find in this book? Well, you uh, Lord Paycheck. Paycheck. Paycheck <laughs> didn't give really any indication of wanting it back anytime soon. Just said, take good care of it. Great. I wonder what other secrets it holds. Feel free to take your time. It's not like we can do anything with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please start tying through the pages. Thank you for your help. Thank you. Well, thank you for bringing this to me and for trusting me to help you with this. Yeah, of course. We just She turns the book and closes it to the back cover. And then she sees the rune and she's like, what's this? I don't know. I've never seen it before. Flicks through her book of celestial, trying to see if she can find anything that it means. I don't know. As she looks down into it, you notice where her eyes are just white. You start to see a reflection of the gold glow of the rune in her eyes. Oh, I know. And almost like she can't stop herself. She reaches down and touches it. She lets out an ear-piercing shriek. Elena? You see all of the swirling white and gold like filter up as a light over her arm and then fill her eyeballs. For a moment, she's frozen there, stiff as a statue. And she sighs, eases again. Elena, are you okay? And looks at Icarus. Reaches out a hand towards you. Take my hand, child. Is that her voice or someone else's voice? Sounds like her, but a strange lilt to it. Distant. Take your hand. In an instant, the two of you are carried away into a vision. You're no longer in Helena's living room. Icarus, you are at sea. A storm raging around you. Looking about, you understand that you're on the ship that you came to Erin on. Violent waves slosh over the deck, the galleon rocking back and forth as uniform-clad naval men charge across its securing lines, trying to keep the mast steady. You hear a voice from across the deck. Oscar! You turn, you see a figure screaming in the dark. Oscar, get back here! It isn't safe! A bolt of lightning hits the ship's mast. For a moment, you can see through the downpour to the bright blue eyes and long hair swept out of its ribbon by the wind of Niklaus Mueller. His expression is wrought with panic as he reaches out his hand towards you. The mast creaks and groans. Flames from the lightning erupt over the wet sails. His hand stretches ever further, desperately reaching out for yours. Please, I can help you! The sky grows dark. The sun is setting beneath the storm clouds. That doesn't seem right. That's not 
how the weather was. You look out to the horizon and you see it as though in slow motion as the last rays dip beneath the line of the dark choppy sea. A green flash. In it, you see the distinct shape of your goddess, her multiple arms stretched out towards you, her body as large as the galleon you stood on. Lightning crackles again, illuminating her beautiful face, two wide eyes luring you towards her. Oscar! You hear behind you, but you can't turn away. And then you hear her voice all around you, as if spoken from the heavens themselves. Icarus, chase the sun, freedom awaits you. The vision fades instantly, and you find yourself staring into Helene's eyes as the gold fades away. You look around yourself and see the others in the room staring at you. Damon's face twists in confusion. Freedom awaits you? What does that mean? And that is where we're in tonight. Pardon? 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 Pardon. Chase the sun! Chase it! Green light. So what's the green light? Chase the sun, Icarus. Got it. Got it. <laughs> and now you're crying. <laughs> everyone gets a crying. Everyone gets a crying. You're next. <laughs> thank you, everyone, so much for watching. Oh my god. I would like to thank Squiddles for their NPC fan creation of Dominic Lead, and also I would like to thank Caden for their NPC fan creation of. Idon Zanili, the Air Genasi. Thank you very much. Thank you. We Thank loved you. them. Thank you guys so much for playing. Thank you for DMing. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Nyx. We are Nyx Rising and we love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hello everyone, it's Damianos. Thank you for returning with us to the world of Caldera once again, and thank you so much to everyone who's been supporting us over at patreon.com forward slash nixrising and via YouTube memberships. There's a snake in my temple. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Same brain <cell. laughs>